Hello, let me introduce myself to you. I don't need any introductions. From the moment you were born, you knew who I am. I was in your mind since adolescence. You know my presence. I am time. Welcome to Earth Story. Bonus episode. I end all things. I am he that begins. I cannot be measured or weighed on a scale. I cannot be seduced or bribed. I wait for no one. I appear in all forms. I am all that there is and all that there ever was. I am in all people, but in on equal amounts. I end accounts. My business is loans. You are the borrower, while I am the lender. You are my children, while I am father. Time. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die. The smallest standard scientific measure of time is the Planck time. It takes you about 550,000 trillion 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 Planck times to blink once. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. Choose what to do with time the most exquisite gift you have in your possession. Because light takes time to reach us. Everything we see is in the past. The sun you see outside of your window is eight minutes and 20 seconds old. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. So let's define time. And this is according to Cambridge Dictionary. Time. The part of existence that is measured in minutes, days, years, etc. Or, this process is considered as a whole, the system of recording hours used in different parts of the world. On the planet Mercury, a single day is two Earth years long. Time can be defined as progression of events. It moves only forward and never backward. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. It is impossible to touch it, smell it, or see it. But because it can be measured, it is sometimes considered the fourth dimension of reality. Talking about the significance of the passage of time. The significance of the passage of time. Is time something that physically exists? Or is it just in our heads? A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. Despite the popularity of the expression, such as living in the present or enjoying the here and now, the truth is, there is no such thing as the present or the now. Our understanding of time started getting complicated thanks to Einstein. The human brain takes approximately 80 milliseconds to perceive and interpret any event. In other words, what we perceive as now has already happened 80 milliseconds ago. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Humans live in the past, even if the detail is minimal. A time to seek and a time to lose. The science of measuring time and the art of making clocks and other devices for indicating time share the same name. Horology. Her what? Horology. Speak bloody English. Surprisingly enough, 
This is one of the facts about time that people seem to be most unaware of. A time to keep and a time to cast away. The faster you move, the slower the time. This is one of the most known facts about time, but it never ceases to amaze. According to the theory of special relativity by Albert Einstein, the faster a body moves, the slower time passes. If one twin was to live on Earth, it's me, Mario. And the other would travel through space. It's me, Marco. When returning home, the traveler would be much younger than their sibling. Astronaut Scott Kelly is one such example. When returning to Earth, after spending close to a year living on the International Space Station, he was actually five milliseconds younger than his sibling. It's rare to have twins, and it's even rarer to have twins that are both astronauts, right? I mean, that's unheard of. NASA and really Scott Kelly came up with this concept that it would be really great to do this research project. A time to tear and a time to sew. And study the effects of long-term spaceflight on not only physiological parameters that NASA really studies heavily and has been for many, many decades, but to really expand that um, to include molecular information. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. And some additional parameters that might be important for long-term space travel. Using his uh, brother as a control, as a reference, because they're genetically identical. Standardized time arrived with the railways. Up until the 19th century, solar time was still being used to synchronize clocks. This presented a problem for railways that had to create thousands of time schedules for arrivals and departures at each city. To try to solve this problem, the railways in England began using London time as the standard schedule for the country. In 1840. In 1883, the railway companies of the USA and Canada followed the example creating a system of standardized time zones similar to what we see today. A time to love and a time to hate. Frozen in time. The buildings, the cars, the people. Frozen. As if time itself stopped ticking and fell into silence over the city. Frozen. Were the houses and the 1950 vehicles the old clothes and bitter roads, the old days of time gone by. About a frozen in time. What time? Uh, well, pretty much from 59 and back. All is still as progression is frozen, and there is no will to make the clock start turning. Following the revolution, Castro's government seized private businesses for the state. Well-to-do Cubans fled to the U.S., their homes taken over by the state, then given to the masses. They are deprived of power, as they cannot move the second, minute hand, nor the hour. They many, if not most, of those expensive houses look like this, falling down or barely standing because the poor have no way of keeping them up. So they live their lives in a city without minutes, in a place without change. Englassed 
in flawless crystal, imprisoned in a bubble, an ancient little city with no time to move it along. A day in the life of a fruit fly. I've arrived on Earth, being given birth. Few hours of life, few minutes of youth. My pursuit is to mingle with fruit. Systems in our universe move from order to disorder, and it is that property of the universe that defines the direction of time's arrow. Third hour passes, midlife crisis. Must find mate to consummate, to pass along my baby seeds. Without time, our life would only be a picture. But with time, it becomes a movie. I'm in the last hour as I turn into an elder. Wings have lost their pepper as my body falters. And I think that the purpose of our life is to create that one movie that is worth watching the day before you go to sleep forever. I hit the ground. All is doom. I enter the dust catcher. Pushed along by the broom. A time for war and a time for peace. Thank you for listening to this special bonus episode of Welcome to Earth Stories. It looks like this is about all the time that we have. Yeah, I know, like, this is a really bad pun. Sometimes I'm, I'm a little bit corny in that way. By the way, I'm working on experimental stories, and it's coming along really well. It's going to be launching in about a week from now. What? Next week? So what you could do, you could go on your favorite podcast player, and type in experimental stories so that you'll be ready for when the new season begins. You can also follow the show on welcometoearthstories.com. And I'm going to be working on season seven as well for the show. But here and there, I'll be putting out some bonus episodes and some special episodes so that you can share them with your friends. Oh my, how sweet of you. Um, wait a moment. How did she get into the studio? Thank you for Timothy Kim O'Brien. You heard him a little bit here. Great art podcast. So go and check that out. All the details is in the show description. Also, thank you to my friend Brent Stark from The Most Precious Commodity. Go check that out as well. I produced two seasons of that show. And if you need any help with your production, let me know. I'm here to help you to make you sound your very best. You can get a hold of me on Twitter, which is now called X, at Poetic Earthling. I can't hear you! Poetic Earthling. If you want to record a podcast and check out my Fiverr as well. I'm on Fiverr. So check out all of that in the show description. Even better, stay tuned after the credits for the podcast editing promo. All right, that's it for me. Remember... Be kind to each other. Be a good earthling. And I'll talk to you soon. Portions of this episode was from an article entitled 11 Curious Facts About Time. Also, Experimental Stories is arriving next week. 
Remember to subscribe and follow the show. You can also listen to experimental stories on our website, welcometoearthstories.com. Rest assured, no fruit flies was harmed during the recording of this episode, but it's unclear about humans. It's about time we bring this to a close. Yikes! Another corny time pun. Come on, York! Even an AI has her limits. This episode was also written and produced by York Campbell. A side note, Shante usually reads the credits. She's not on strike, she's not fired. She's taking a much-deserved vacation and will return next season. And now, here is the Fiverr ad. What can I say about York Campbell and the Poetic Earthling Studio? My name is Brent Stark, and I'm the creator of the Most Precious Commodity Podcast. I'd like to talk to you about York Campbell. He edited and produced the first two seasons of the Most Precious Commodity Podcast. And when I think about York, really the first thing that comes to mind is life. I guess without going too far in the past, I started listening to York's podcast years and years ago. I was in awe of what he could do in the form of production. He made every single show feel like an experience. I always felt that I was away. Resistance is futile. When I listened to his show. And then, of course, I was back on Earth when I finished. He brings stories to life. See, the majority of the episodes that I've written have a heavy nostalgia component to them. So just having the right amount of sound bites and sounds and, and delivered at the right time is crucial to bring those stories to life. And York did just that. When I decided to make my own podcast after a friend suggested that I do so in relation to how I help authors, York was the first person that came to mind because I knew that I wanted my show to be funny, relatable, interesting, and of course I wanted it to sound amazing. He didn't take away from the story with his sound bites and sounds. He added to them. He enhanced them. Every week after he produced a new episode, I would tell my friends, I say, you need to check out this episode. He absolutely blew my mind with the way he enhanced every single episode. He exceeded my expectations tenfold. I'd listen to other podcasts that did not sound amazing for one reason or the other. Even if their content was great, the sound quality wasn't always there. And I knew that York could deliver that. He was also very timely. Before the clock strikes 12 o'clock, the episode will be delivered. If he said he was going to get it done on a certain date, he got it done on that certain date. And many times, it was early. He was also wanted to get a better understanding of your story. If there was something he wasn't sure about, he would contact me. Brent Stark, we got a problem. To get an understanding of it so he could better produce it. Three seasons going on for on Beta Reader Bits because he loves my show as much as I do. He gives it as much tender care as I do. And that goes a long way when you're working with a producer. He was always a big supporter, big cheerleader. When I wrote a story, he would always produce it, edit it, top quality. But he'd also add, uh, hey, that's an awesome story, Brent. Great job. And that means a lot to a writer. He doesn't try to force me into doing 
his idea of what the show should be like. He understands my connection to the show, how I make the show valuable, and you can hear it in my show every single episode. So I highly, highly recommend York Campbell to be a producer or editor of your podcast because I guarantee what you will feel at the end of his first episode that he produces for you is wow. So I highly recommend York and the Poetic Earthling Studio for your podcasting needs. He brought this episode to life and he blew me away. 